Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. This is the fourth episode. I've missed you. I've been away to London for a weekend. I've enjoyed myself. Why won't you bastards understand that I love you with all my heart and my soul? So how are you, Paul? I'm good, mate. I had a week off myself last week to recharge the batteries and I think a mission accomplished. Good, man. We'll touch on that subject in a moment. I'm actually... I don't know if you can see it, I'm distracted by just a set of antlers that are on a couch beside me and a Morrison's bag. I never knew Morrison started selling antlers. I <laughs> uh, go to the butcher's department, mate. <laughs> why, why is there a set of antlers? They're, they're real. They came off a roadkill, but they're decorative. They're going up in the studio. <laughs> um, and I'm wondering if I get any sort of vegan um, people coming in for whatever that I might get some shit. But they came off a roadkill. Did you find the roadkill? No, my missus' grandpa did many, oh, right, many right. moons ago. All right, okay. So it's like recycling in a way. Mm-hmm. Upcycling. Aye, <laughs> there'll be a vegan. I mean, I'm a vegan, but I'm pretty shit. I'm a pretty shit a vegan. vegan. Aye, I eat chocolate and cheese. <laughs> I know a vegetarian that said that. I'm a vegetarian, but I still eat fish and chicken. I'm like, what? Don't so know. white meat, what is that? Pescatarian? 
Uh, fish is pescatarian. Right. You can eat chicken? No. Right. So what are they? A fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to be back. Um, it still feels really surreal that I'm doing a podcast. It's gave us a structure. Um, obviously, I don't like structure, but I feel like... How long were we away there for? Was it just a week? The last time we recorded was... Um, Last Saturday, mate. Last Saturday. It wasn't even a week ago. Well, just over a week ago. Just, just over a week ago. A week. That's mad, man. It feels like I've been away for weeks. I was down in London to see Chappelle and it was amazing. Uh, what a difference London is to Scotland right now with the COVID situation. Just nobody's really wearing masks. It's a lot more uh, laid back and stuff, even though the mask situation is scary. Uh I don't know, man, there seems to be like a darkness in Scotland now, but it was good to go down for three days. Chappelle was uh, amazing. I think he probably needs a break, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a guy that's at the top of his game, but it just seemed like he winged quite a lot of it. And I don't know, he's, he's kind of at a stage that he's like Elvis. So no matter what he would say, people are going to just scream with laughter mm-hmm. before he even gets to a mic, mm-hmm. which must be a crazy situation to be in. But it was fucking amazing to see him. As a stand-up comedian myself, I was sitting there, road demon, fud for the front. Fuck's sake, mate. Like, I could feel he was smoking a fag, and I could actually, like, feel the smoke. That's how close I was to him. That's incredible, mate. I'm like, that is different gravy. Like, seeing, probably seeing Richard Pryor or... Or somebody like that. For sure, mate. I think he's one of the goats. Um, see, see on the, the sort of thing you're saying, it, it would, no matter what he does, I mean, the guy could go on stage and squat and fucking cut a shite and cunts with a plodder. <laughs> Do you think that that has like a, a weird advert? You would think, oh, that would be the goal as a comedian to get to that level. But then where's the motivation to be good? I know it's strange because, I mean, he's different because he is good. He is obviously fucking outstanding. How did I instantly go to thinking that you were going to attack me? Just... <laughs> no, he's just getting a bottle of water. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I don't know how you deal with that. I've got deep-rooted issues in there. Uh, yeah. See how I just accepted that? I never even put my guard up. I was like, oh, he's just going to kill me now. Choke me out. He's going to put the antlers and ram me with them. <laughs> well, I suppose Elvis did get to that stage because see, towards the end of his life, he just let himself go. Have you ever seen some of the videos of Elvis towards aye, the end? Mate, aye, mate. The fucking, the one in Vegas, 76 or something. I don't even know when the guy, what year the guy died, but he's in like the jumpsuit and he's trying to do karate moves. And <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, do you know that? That's, uh, why did I laugh? Did you know that Elvis used to practice karate on Priscilla? I never knew they, he practiced. They, they had a dojo <clears throat> in fucking Graceland and he used to get her kitted up and punch fuck out her, mate. Not even kidding on. And what's hilarious is, is that she secretly learnt karate in the background and then battered him one day. Amazing. There's a feminist icon for you. Well, there's, uh, there's a video of him. I think it's his last performance. I don't know why I'm giggling, man, because he's, he's about 20 stone, right? In a jumpsuit, he's got one of his assistants holding like a Pepsi to his mouth and he's playing the piano and then he's like taking sips of the Pepsi. He sings, um, 
fuck what's that song oh my love my darling unchained melody unchained melody he plays it on the piano and it is beautiful right but he's drenched in sweat can he catch a breath but it's a beautiful performance and it was like uh, two weeks before he died do you know uh he died i think he died a couple of days after groucho marx in 1977 so when groucho died it took away the kind of the 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 heartbreak of his death because everybody was obsessed with elvis so elvis trumped groucho marx did he like dying do you think the story's real that he died on the toilet eating a hamburger i mean it's supposed to be a peanut butter (laughs) hamburger winter (laughs) pioneer mate now you can get fucking peanut butter burgers everywhere you go in glasgow i mean (laughs) he's eating them in 77. if he's eating a burger while he's doing a shite i think he deserved to die (laughs) (laughs) you're dicing with death there elfus what do you expect to happen i but london was amazing man I, i made a black guy laugh which made me right. think I can crack London. <laughs> <laughs> you booked into the Harlem Apollo. <laughs> I, I was, uh, we booked into the hotel and the guy worked in the hotel and I was choking for the toilet and I never had my glasses on. So I walked, accidentally walked in to the disabled toilet and the female were together. And he said, the, the guys is up that way. And I said, thank God, cause I've held that in since Glasgow. <laughs> And he started laughing and I was like, yes, I'm moving to London. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a comedian. That's just a comedian lawyer. And if they get one laugh (laughs) every day, I just need that one guy to laugh at me. I I was like, I'm better than Chappelle now. (laughs) But I don't want to sound like a, like a dinosaur, but like I've, I've lived in Scotland so long. I've never really left Glasgow. And then I went down there, see the amount of different people like different race and sexualities i i tweeted that i felt like i was walking about and i felt like pe- uh, paper mache because mache is that the right way i said uh, paper mache is fine mate. paper paper mache paper mache paper mache but i was like looking at these beautiful uh people from all around the world and i'm like god i feel like fucking sloth for the goonies here man like i can't believe how uh beautiful there's a different caliber of person on the look spectrum for sure in london mate yeah like, there's no denying it i think when you go to any major city <clears throat> like can you imagine coming for kernesty if you lived in kernesty all your life and then you moved to glasgow you'd be like so many supermodels yeah in glasgow and then you go to london and you're like <laughs> so many supermodels in london it's um i find it strange when you're like on the underground and you're just sitting next to like an ex-big brother contestant or something like that like that sort of weird shit ah, it's mental in it's mental mm-hmm. i think it's, what i would say is a bit of sort of commentary as a mental health professional is none of these people are happy mate like anybody that lives in la lives in london pursuing the dream mm-hmm. the pursuit of happiness none of them are actually happy like you're just you're running about in a bit of a microcosm of like the world that we live in right now they're all yeah. beautiful they're all stunning they all smell great they all look great yeah but underneath the hood the engine's a wee bit fucked you know that is true i started to kind of look at them and i was like oh now i understand why like people buy socks online and stuff because i've never really <laughs> explained that right so i've never had that do you know how you get weird guys that buy pants 
like online. soiled pants online. I think they can it can be soiled, right? But or worn, they, maybe a guy that's buying worn pants. Yeah, is, right. Okay, or socks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know people bought Warren socks <laughs> because, like, it might be their kink or their fetish, right. and I've never understood that until I went to London. Okay, because I was like, all oh, right, I would basically suck, suck eat their shit, <laughs> <laughs> like a Glaswegian fucking goblin oh, rat. <laughs> I, one time years ago it was one of the first times that I'd ever heard anything like this. I think. I'm, quite young i was at uni and one of the guys that was on my uni course was a mature student but he was so immature he was like maybe 26 27 but he was like a fucking 16 year old <laughs> and there was a lassie on his uni course <laughs> who was stunning and she walked by and he was just pure oh what would you date her and i was like i was like a wee boy i'm like i don't know and he was like mate i'd let i'd let her fart my mouth <laughs> <Fuck's sake. laughs> suck a fart her arse that's what he said i would suck the farts out of her arse that is exactly what he said do you know remember me i was in your class <laughs> i have noticed that like i've got a couple of girl pals and like some of them have went through bad breakups recently and see when you go through a bad breakup guys are the same you start to think you're too flat ugly and stuff and i tried to say to my girl pal like you could probably pay off your mortgage by selling pictures of your feet like mm-hmm. don't be too down on yourself like because mm-hmm. one guy was an arsehole to you mm-hmm. you could literally just walk into a tesco and just be you i picked that one mate we are weak <laughs> <laughs> you could walk up to a married guy in a restaurant and just do that i want you do you think that the majority of women know what it's like how insecure men are like in that way that you know, if a woman goes to a nightclub, she could pull like that. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about the class of person, right? We're not talking like, of course, they might be like, well, look at the type of guy that I attract. There's yeah. another conversation, right? A Glaswegian gutter <clears throat> goblin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, walking about London, staring at people's socks like that. Mm. How much for the socks? But do you think that they know that guys go out and that's no on the cards? <laughs> like... <laughs> they, they can't just go i think i'll pull the night and it just happens for them Aye, do you think they understand that insecurity they can't understand that because when i used to drink it was oh i'll go out and i'll have 15 pints and a kebab and if you do have sex one night it's like winning the lottery you know <laughs> you try to act like i no bother but in the back of your head you're like i can't believe this is happening man fucking brilliant Aye, it's a strange one it's a strange one i mean they what they want they, they talk about feminism, but they just don't know what it's like to not get your hole. At <laughs> <laughs> least we're no male feminists. I would consider myself a male feminist. Not in the man bun, uh, you know, like secretly raping women type male feminist, but in the sense that I believe that women and men are fucking equal, you know? That's what I mean. Um, it's like when we were talking about the cold water therapists. Not again. I know. <laughs> fourth week running i love cold water therapy but i don't like those cunts it's the same with feminism like obviously i believe in equal rights and women are amazing but no when it's coming for a guy standing barefoot in the flying duck with a man bun reading a poem <laughs> saying woman yeah and then it turns out he's fleed scotland because he's a rapist aye for sure mate uh, male feminism's a funny one because i think it's it's kind of like a lot of the sort of social justice people that are like comes for guilt and guilt 
I mean, it's never a good place to start off a point of view, is it? Like feeling guilty. Um, and I, it's a weird one, isn't it, mate? They all turn out to be creeps. Aye. A very high hit rate. Huge, like, do you ever see it on Twitter? Somebody kind of rewords a tweet and you just say, you're a nonce, you're a beast. <laughs> Check the hard drive. <laughs> As you say, I've noticed that with uh, the TV industry. It's like, imagine being a female actress, right? How disrespectful that is. Even a person of colour. Like you're a talented actor and it so happens to be that you're no white, but then you've got these fat fucking white producers that have been at their desk for 15 years, probably on 40 grand a year saying, oh, we need more females. We need more people of color, different sexualities, Aye, talking about them like they're fucking cattle. For sure, mate. And it kind of like, I've, st- I've noticed this the last few years about pride that prides became i mean who owns costa coffee i mean who knows probably some cunt like that prick that owns wotherspoons right yeah but they're out with their rainbow cups and as much as i'm pure on board with it and i'm on board with sainsbury's and tesco sponsoring pride and getting the the mainstream behind it it's kind of came only when it makes them money yeah and it's like that that sort of hypothetical situation that you're talking about there white music executives movie executives tv executives and it's just kind of like in vogue to have diversity it's kind of coming from a sort of disingenuous place but see if it meets the goal i don't really care but that's just something to sort of just notice and comment on is like why are they doing it oh yeah i've noticed that i I used to say it quite a lot everyone at the start of lockdown was like we need a all-female comedy sketch act which is true like a show but not when it's a white middle-aged man that's saying it like if you want to give females an equal chance in the comedy industry you should have a female producer making that decision and a female director mm-hmm. not these guys that are trying to save their jobs because mm-hmm. my wee beast alarm goes off in my head and just goes you're a beast like mm-hmm. but then i feel bad for my female pals who have been to like drama school when they're professional trained actors getting spoke about like they're in fucking crafts <laughs> i mean it's just a wild one but then i feel bad in saying that because i'm like am i coming across as like a beast or jim davidson Aye, like, like men's rights <laughs> <laughs> no i mean I, I i think like i said see as long as the goal gets met i don't really care yeah. but <clears throat> it kind of i think that the goal of a lot of sort of like egalitarianism feminism is to tear down the power structures what was the first one you said there egalitarianism which is equality yeah you know like not no like feminism is you know by definition the the pursuit of equal rights for men and women egalitarianism is like no matter who what sexuality race whatever we're all in the same sort of peg i think the distinction between the two of them is very fine it's very small yeah but um the if the goal of these things is is like to tear down the power structure but if the power structure starts to adopt your stance what do we do like if all of a sudden it's still white men at the top of the corporations, but they're going, well, we'll hire all people of colour, female people of colour underneath us. It's like, but who's ultimately profiting for this, you know? Um, which 
it kind of contradicts itself. But again, mate, I just go back to see if it meets the goal. I don't really care. Yeah. We can deal with that down the line. You know, we can yeah. get the power structures. If they bring women, trans women, trans men, people of colour into these organisations, they'll go to the top, hopefully, eventually. Aye, that's... Every day is a skill day, mate. I never, I never knew what that term meant, so I don't mean to offend anybody, but I just want to have a laugh and learn as well. But, <laughs> but I always sweet. found it like, imagine uh, I've got a mate, he's a Scottish comedian and he's gay, and he was like, being gay in the 80s and 90s was hard and it was a tough life and you're scared to come out to family and stuff, but you're going into Sainsbury's and you can get a half cooked chicken with rainbow colours over it now like what's happening here remember the good old days when you could just walk into a toilet and suck a married guy's <laughs> cock I, all these rules and regulations I and know. all this LGB stuff I just want a good old fashioned cock something <laughs> <laughs> speaking of violence do you know what I've been watching a lot recently and I fucking love it man I absolutely love it see these videos of bullies that start fights and then they get absolutely pumped <laughs> like it is the best do you ever like you go through life and you just live and it's like one wave you don't really feel emotions see when i watch one of the videos of a bully getting knocked out it's like a cocaine dopamine hit it's so happy i was i get sent one last night um for my mate it, it was like this wee tune centre of a wee guy that just walks into a wee group of goths mm -hmm. and he just starts unloading on them, right? He's even doing the alley shuffle and fucking bending down and all that. Obviously, people don't know how to fight, myself included, so nobody's fighting back. He was a dirty wee bastard as well. He was like kicking their head when they were done. So he walks away, swaggers away, and it's like one of the um, Britain crime shows, so it's like, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A daylight attack, shocking. Mm -hmm. He walks away, swaggers away, completely oblivious to what's happening. He walks past an old retired boxer, right? Like oh, pro no. proper Mickey. Like the guy just looks like Mickey for Rocky, right? And because this guy doesn't know how to fight either, the boxer just steps in and fucking pop. You could see the soul leave his body right, <laughs> right. his feet actually lifted off the ground and he was hell. flat on his back to 
I don't believe in violence, right? But I believe in justice. And that mm. was fucking justice, man. And see, the thing is, because he walked away from the group, everybody thought an old guy <laughs> just knocked out this wee guy. <laughs> For no reason. So those hundreds of women, they're not all that shocking and stuff, but um, justice gets served. Fucking amazing. Why do man. you get such a buzz out of seeing a bully get slammed? Because I just feel like... Uh, I just don't like bad people. I, I know that sounds like a cheat. That's a really shit Insta quote, isn't it? <laughs> I don't like bad people. <laughs> <laughs> like I just asked Forrest Gump. Why do you not like bullies? I don't like bad people. <laughs> I don't like bad people, Jenny. No, it's just like... You do, you, do you think you relate to the victim? <sighs> like, you, who would you... Like, when you're watching that video, who would you like to be the most? The boxer? The golf? Or the wee bully? The boxer. Right. I think that's what it is. The boxer. Uh -huh. You want to be, you just want to go and don the Batman suit, mate, and go and beat, beat some bullies. It is. Vigilante justice. Because all the films are my favourite. See, Death Wish, New Andold, they're my favourite films. Funny as fuck, by the way, Charlie Bronson. Um, I can't even remember what, I think it's Death Wish the first. He breaks into a guy's house and he thinks he's away. And the guy comes back and he walks into the kitchen and the guy does that. Hey man, what are you doing in my kitchen? And he does that, making a sandwich. Just pure <laughs> stupid, cheesy shit. I've never watched the Death Wish movies, mate. Oh. Charles Bronson's one of the guys that um, I, I just kind of get into. Really? Aye, mate. I don't know. Gene Hackman, no one here. French Connection, no one. I've never been into it. But I think I should go back and watch it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Because I love Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, right? Yeah. But when he's the main guy, do you know what I'm sort of like discovering? Do you know what I think it is? I think I look at them and I think it's quite unbelievable that they would be a hard man. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like Charles Bronson is like five foot tall. Aye. A wee, wee pencil mustache type. I don't know, just kind of like Dirty Harry, Clint Eastwood, you're like, I'm, I'm buying this. <laughs> You He's buy a, it. I'm, I'm buying it, but see when it's like people like that, I think I just cringe a wee bit and I'm just like, ah, to kind of get on board with us. I, I know what you mean because I watched The French Connection recently and in the film he's addicted to heroin, but he's like this hard man as well. But there's a certain point that he's acting like a hard man and the guy that he's arguing with was like, ah, you know, I've had enough of you. Do you want some heroin? And he changes for this hard man to wanting heroin right. so he's like yes <laughs> and it was like it was not like he was acting he was just like please give me some heroin i don't know why i found it so funny <laughs> anyway because I, I could probably identify it because i'd be like that i'd be like yeah give me i pure i'm gonna fucking kill you but gonna give me that heroin please <laughs> <laughs> it totally was like that he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry please give me some heroin <laughs> But I love the Death Wish. Um, it's pretty. The first one is fantastic. I do recommend watching it, and then it gets mental. Silly. It gets so silly. There's like six Death Wishes. I, think or something. I was gonna say there's five or six. I I mean there's one that I can't. I think it's the last one. He's just like get a machine gun and he's just opening opening fire on a street like he's fucking Rambo. Right. Uh, so that's a bit stupid, but uh, I might actually watch it again, man. It's good. There's a remake one as well with Bruce Willis. Um, I'm going for a medical. I think I might be going for a medical this week. Um, I went to the opticians 
uh, got my first pair of glasses in about three years because of COVID, because I've been getting crippling migraines. Typical Glaswegian guy, I'm like, is it a tumour? But I'm still too lazy to go to the opticians, so I'll just take 10 paracetamol a day. <laughs> but I went and got a scan. They can You can pay £10 for a scan and they go right into your eye. My optician totally overshared where, man. Like, I don't know how I ended oh. up. What? Uh oh. I know. Like, <laughs> how did I talk about like addictive eating and stuff to like my 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 optician? But she shared as well, and she was looking at my uh, the scan, and she was like, "I don't want to freak you out, but I can tell by the veins in your eyes that maybe you've got uh, high blood pressure." So I would go and get that checked and it doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Smoking cigars and eating Pringles for my breakfast for the last year. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to get a medical. I'm going to get a full medical because, fuck it, I've never had it done. I want to get my body fat checked, uh, oxygen levels, which are probably low. Mm -hmm. So CO2 max, mate. Do you know what you need to do? No. They put a fucking... They'll put a mask on you and put you on a treadmill. Aye. To sort of see what's, you know, like the, the in and out of the, the breathing. Yeah, because it wouldn't, because I've noticed, like, see, sometimes I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack, but it's never a panic attack. But it does feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. And I think a lot of it's stress and stuff, but obviously it's fitness and health. And But I'm interested. I'd, I'd, I'd be fascinated to see what the results are. Um, information is power, mate. Yes, and I'll share it on the podcast. You're going to get like a results page where you can go through it all? It de- I will, but it depends. I mean, how embarrassing it's going to be. <laughs> I won't be sharing that. Because if he's like that, it's 70% body fat. <laughs> 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 I'll be like, nah, yeah, I will be, I'll be adjusting that in the podcast. But I have noticed when I do train and stuff, it's affecting my training. Can't really catch my breath. Feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. I've never been like that with training, like regardless of how uh, unfit I've been. Uh, so it's starting to kind of fuck up my routine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bugger it, man. Get For it sure. Checked. And like she says, mate, um, go and get it checked, man. Yeah. And like that, man. It's. Uh, you need to go and get it checked for sure. Yeah, because I climbed over a fence to take a shortcut into my street and I actually thought my heart was going to explode. I was right. like, right, I'm only 34, man. I should be able to climb a fence, so yeah. Yeah. And it's how, it's so weird how quick you just accept that, oh, I'm going to die within the next four months. But then they're like, no, you can actually change that. <laughs> <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> don't just accept the death change your lifestyle but then, I, but then it requires effort and that's what people don't like do they? they just don't like putting any effort that's why we're in such pursuit of the magic pill they call it like yeah. know, just geese that magic pill make me fit um, but actually the, there is no magic pill you just you need to get up off your fucking arse and exercise that is true which sucks aye and it's with the boring chat like if you want to lose weight it's less calories calories in calories out that's it mate nah I mean nah no that's another Instagram quote I so I've wrote down here I overshared with my optician she said I could have high blood pressure I was like I am a fat bastard stroke I'm also in love with her <laughs> so there you go 
I hope my optician doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> what? So, well, <laughs> when did that revelation appear that you, you, you're in love with? After my test. <laughs> <laughs> so, any type of female showing you attention, you're just like, we, do she, I? She loves me. <laughs> Another thing, have you noticed this on Twitter? See we in Glasgow Twitter. <laughs> I hope she has near listening. Have you ever have you ever watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah. You see the bit in that where he's like, I bet you think strippers love you too. I mean, is that not true? <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've only ever been to the strippers once and I get took for my birthday. And I can understand why guys would think that. Why, I'm why that guys guy. enjoy it? Why guys love going? I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy that would be like, Why why are you doing this? You're too good for this. She's probably got like a seven bedroom house somewhere. Save your complex. You're like, listen, I've got a one bed flat down in uh, Shettleston. And she's like, I live in Bell's Den, mate. Like, <laughs> fucking put your stoner away. <laughs> I can save you. And she's like, what? They uh, must get that a lot, mate. They must get so many guys that go in and think, oh, I'll just make her my girlfriend. She's desperate. You're mm-hmm. like, fuck off, mate. They're probably the least desperate people in the fucking city. Mate, you see it everywhere. It's not even that. I see it in coffee shops. I, see, I go to a CBD place to grab capsules and there's a young girl that works there and see the amount of random oddballs that just walk up and talk shit to her. to talk to them, mate. And I've seen it in uh, Costa. But there's this old guy that goes all the time. And he always asks the woman behind the desk, uh, can I buy you a coffee? Probably means it in a nice way, but I don't know. I think that there's an element of creepiness to it. And, yeah. the, it's, and I don't even think it's creepy, man. Like, these old guys just want to feel like that they're, you know, wanted and that they're getting a wee bit of attention. And it's quite sad, actually. Hi. But you're right, mate. <clears throat> That's the stripper thing, mate. They want to just go and just get attention. They, mm-hmm. And people go and spunk their wages on getting female attention for women that are absolutely have no interest in them <laughs> whatsoever. It's I've never really got into it, I'll be honest. Like I've never I've been to Seventh Heaven once or twice, but I remember one of my good mates sort of summing up when I was like why I go to strip club and he was like, I don't like strip clubs and I was like, How? And he was like, Because Matt <laughs> he's like <laughs> He's like, I already pay my bird to ignore me. <laughs> no pain for some some kind else to ignore me. I was like, that's a fair that's a fair fucking point. Yeah. Know? Like if if I think if there's guys out there that are like pure in relationships and they're pure obsessed with got the strip club and they find them or maybe even just find themselves gone for a night out, having a few drinks and then going, I'm got the strippers, it's like something's missing in your life, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like My optician loves me though. Does she? <laughs> no. Did she add you on Facebook as soon as you left? Hi. Did you search for her? No, I'm not. That, that's I, one of our photo material, isn't it? Robin Williams. That's one of the most creepy things I think guys could actually do is that they have like a pleasant interaction with a female and then they go and try and find them on social media. Yeah. And the first time I ever heard that guys do that, it blew my fucking mind, mate. Yeah. It blew my mind. Remember that time you opened the door for me four months ago? I found you. I'm here to <laughs> save you. <laughs> Uh, come and do cold water therapy with me oh my god oh look I've stumbled across you I never meant that (laughs) like you've hired a private eye and all that fancy meeting you here (laughs) do you know what actually it's probably better than what they used to do years ago which is probably just going hang about where they've met them I think that's more creepy than a guy you know like finding you on Instagram and liking your Instagram post or whatever like that at least you can block them 
but if it's in public, you need to sort of maintain that. Oh, hiya. How's yeah. it going? Um, fuck being a woman, mate. Honestly, mate, we're we the creepiest species that's ever fucking existed. Yeah, because it's like... Straight it, white men. Aye, that's true. And it's when they say like, but guys get abused and hurt as well. I, by, by other men. By men. I know. <laughs> by other creepy men. That doesn't point Cre- out that hypocrisy. That isn't even a fucking hypocrisy. Because I've had moments in my life where I've, I've thought, God, this is what it's like to be a woman. Because sometimes online through Facebook and stuff, people just talk to you. Really nice people that just love comedy. But then you get other people that are just like broken toys, really. Just sad, lonely people. Which is nothing wrong with that. Because I've been sad and lonely. So I will always talk to people. But then there's like sinister people that you're like... I'm glad that this is only online. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was this guy, man, I think he's from Mexico. He followed me on Vine like 10 years ago. Right. And he's just been a constant kind of presence. I used to kind of chat to him and be nice. Mm-hmm. And then it got really sinister. He actually asked me for a dick pic, right? Right, okay. And I completely <clears throat> just stopped talking to him. Completely just, that's it. And... Now he has these wee mini conversations with himself. It used to be all the time, but now it's like once every 12 weeks or something. Right. But it'll be, remember we used to talk? Remember that oh. time we used to say this? Can you the but guilt, mate? I'm like looking through our conversations and it used to be like a 10-page paragraph from him and then I would be like, thank you very much, take care. Or thank you, it means a lot. Have a nice day. It would never be anything more than just being pleasant but he's kind of got this wee warped thing in his head that i'd think if this was in scotland i'd be scared that you'd probably be dead mate yeah like you would be like a fucking victim of a serial killer aye so that's a wee moment i think like i'm getting that from one guy but i'd imagine every single female mate can you imagine what a young attractive female whose social media has opened what the dms must be like horrifying mate a a bird that looks like me where we're going must have horrifying dms i don't mean to be disrespectful towards women there i was slagging myself Ah, fuck off you've been self-deprecating yeah i mean it's it it's um i mean other men are creepy sometimes man yeah how mental is it going to be right when barack obama is in glasgow right and you just know that when he's walking into a hotel or somewhere, somebody's going to be like that. Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. Barack. How you doing, my man? <laughs> but Barack's going to be like, what the, who the fuck's that? <laughs> Happening, Barack. And then all these assholes are going to be like, Barack, Barack, how's some iron brew, man? You ever tried iron brew? Oh, fuck off uh, bars are definitely going to take a, a good wee profit hit while all the fucking politicians come holding their cans iron brew oh my god um they're going to come here and they're going to be like also oh, this is a city that's got climate change like we've done nothing about climate change or anything in this city for about 30 years it seems like a strange choice mate i'm not going to lie to bring well first of all a fly the hoi polloi of the world into Scotland and make them come to Glasgow for a climate change summit. 
kind of feels a bit sort of strange to me. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> mate, nobody will be getting near Barack Obama. No. Like these cunts are fucking. They've got an entourage of about five hundred people that just. Yeah. They sit in the center. You ever seen them like moving about? Aye. It's like a fucking force field of people that run them. Um, Leo the Raver. I bet you he's he gets to one of them. <laughs> he's entertainment, mate. Aye. He's gonna be like poor Leo's. They're gonna take Leo to a fucking somewhere in the Trossics and Barack Obama and <laughs> Boris Johnson are gonna be shooting arrows at him. Aye. <laughs> fucking hunting the poor. Like guy. the Purge. Aye, like the Hunger Games. Aye. That's what they're here for. Purge twenty six. <laughs> Glaswegian people are no humans so they don't count I, but I'm looking forward to it um, Scottish Twitter is mental and I want to know the patter but I'm talking about like do you ever notice people just will randomly tweet at like 3 in the morning like there's a helicopter above Springburn what's that all about <laughs> hi mate looking for info hi you're just like mate it's just helicopter who gives a fuck aye mate I find it quite strange that people sort of almost like live a, a monologue like an inner monologue on Twitter like they don't have like a wee filter where it's like does Twitter really care that there's a fucking <laughs> helicopter above Springburn at three in the morning because I've tweeted that regretfully and then there's other people that will be like aye I've seen that I know and then ever since the guy will be like the helicopter's back like, it's just a training exercise mate how long have we done uh, 50 minutes mate 50 minutes and the majority of it has been you so that's good all right that's all right so you won't get any death threats no this week. hopefully not mate paul um too much shit. <laughs> we'll share some funny stories about paul there's a couple of guys that listen to the podcast and at first they were like oh gee paul i mate, he's good he's clued up literally two hours later take that fucking mic away for that cunt <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mate, unfortunately, or fortunately, I could talk forever, mate, and I get lost in my, I get lost in my talk in a weird way where I just, I don't realise I'm talking so much. That's all right. It's not like a conscious thing, I just fall into it and just start chatting shit and then that's it. That's all right, mate. You're a good-natured, good person, so I don't mind if you go away and, uh give a shite basically because yeah, you're a good guy thank you it'd be different much, if you were an arsehole i'd be like gonna shut the fuck up <laughs> maybe that's what your listeners are thinking who is this fucking asshole tell him to shut up but <laughs> no people are listening to hear you mate you know and the only reason that i put the mic on was because you asked and uh i do enjoy i do enjoy it so i don't really care like what people think i enjoy it as well <laughs> <laughs> i hope so <laughs> No, I, I don't know why I laughed. It was like a nervous laugh when I said that. I, I think it's like you're trying to justify it. You don't need to justify it. I love it. Honestly, I love it. See, the last podcast I done, there was like nine cunts in a room drinking cans and stuff. It was mental. I had Greg Kempo on as a guest once, and the guy that was doing the podcast decided to invite the whole neighbourhood. So there was a guy standing in the background just sinking cans of tenants. And any time I was talking to Greg, he was like, Greg, See in episode seven, the still game. See the one at the bar when the duck. See that duck? How come the duck was at a right angle? And Greg Kempo was just like, "What am I doing here?" Aye, what the fuck is going on? Aye, bringing in a wee scheme crowd for a, a Q and A with Greg Kempo. <laughs> it was vape smoke everywhere. All the windies are shut. 
hot box and I'm fucking <laughs> cherry Coca-Cola flavoured fucking vape. But guys, look, it's good to come back and do the podcast again. I feel like it's getting better. Essentially, it's just going to be me con- talking constant shit. I see I'm going to bring a laptop. I've still not brought a laptop. Fuck it, man. You know what I mean? Picasso doesn't need paintbrushes to paint a picture, does he? <laughs> I don't need a laptop. To do a podcast. So... As always, your support is appreciated. If you enjoy the podcast, please share. Even if you're sharing it amongst pals and WhatsApp groups, your support means that this can keep going. And if you can afford to donate a coffee through the coffee app, that would be appreciated. And if you can't afford it, then that's all right, because I know everybody's skint. So I'll see you next time. All the best. Dab. <laughs> Fucking dab. <laughs> Is that even a dab? I don't even know. That was, ah. that was like one of your anxiety ah. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.